What happens when you have tyranny in Washington? Well, you end up in war. This is shooting the shit. Hey, what's going on, and welcome to Shooting This Shit for uh, September 12th, 2022. How are you? What's happening? Let's get going on with this one, man. I am kind of, uh, I'd say, really um, mind-boggled over the situation that we got going on inside of our country, the United States of America. We have tyranny. We have a tyrant government. Let's face the facts. We absolutely do. And the policies that these people push are ridiculous. But before we get to that, let's 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 give a little bit of a uh, this I, this is a story that just recently we lost a queen. The Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth has passed away at the age of 96 years old. Um the woman uh, was a very uh I'd say, what would you call it? Selfless person. She she always thought about everybody else. She was a very good role model to a lot of people. Now, God rest her soul. Rest in peace, Queen. Uh, she died last, uh, uh, whatever the 8th was. I'm going to say Thursday was the 8th. Anyway, she passed on September 8th, okay, at 96 years old. Uh, it, I guess in a home that they have in, in Scotland. And... Uh, now you have King uh, Charles III stepping in. Today, um, he got off a plane in Scotland. Um, they are going to have her, I guess, her motorcade of, you know, the, 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 with the coffin and all that stuff rolling through. And you'll be able to go see her. Um, well, I won't. I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um but if you're in England and you want to go see, you know, this, they say there's going to be very long lines uh, to see her, her, her body in, in, its, uh, in its coffin state. But uh, here's a situation. I, I look at this, and it's, it's a tragedy. Don't get me wrong. It, it's a, it, it, we, this was something that was going to happen. She's 96 years old. I mean, come on. America still, we beat England again because with Betty White fucking lived to be 99. So there you go. We beat you again in England. But now, all joking aside... What is America's fascination with fucking Britain and, and this royal family and all this bullshit that's going, you know, but not just this, but but everything with Harry and his wife and the whatever ones over here and the ones that don't want anything to do. What is our fascination with these people? Didn't we escape British rule? I mean, wasn't that the whole idea to our revolution? To escape British rule, to escape religious persecution, or escape, escape all the shit. But yet, we're so fascinated with their lives and what's going on over there. It, it's it's weird, and that leads me into 
the segue of this. Because if you're so fascinated with British rule in one family who has, and that, don't get me wrong, that's not how Britons ran, but they have a big say in it because they are the royal family. Does that what half of this country wants? A government that just is in rule, control, complete, total fucking control and chaos that they just tell you when to take a shit, when to eat, when to go to work, when to stay home. They tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that. These are things we escaped, people. We escaped this from England. We fought. Our, our forefathers fought hard. Lots of them died in order for us to have these freedoms. And now I think we're just in a, in, in a part of a life that I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really just don't understand it. Uh, I don't know. It, it's weird. It, it's really weird. But anyway, just to get back to the story just a little bit, Charles arrives in, you know, uh, Edinburgh. The king and queen consort uh, have arrived in Edinburgh Airport from London, where they will now travel to the palace of uh, Holly Ro Holyrood House. Holyrood? Holy, Holyrood House? Holyrood House, I guess it is. Holyrood House. Ah, uh, let's see. I don't really want to get too far into this story. We know what the fuck's going on in Britain. I'm not one who's... So, oh my God, this, you know, it's weird. It's, it's just, we have a fascination. I can't say we, I don't have a fascination over this stuff, but you know what? God rest, God rest your soul, midnight. But here we are in the United States of America and we're approaching quickly midterm elections. <laughs> midterm elections are approaching quickly. So segueing away from British rule. We're actually interested, well, half of America, it seems, are interested in complete total government rule. And it, it's it's scary to think this. But with the with, with, with the midterm elections coming up and you have Joe Biden, who I don't really think he's going to run again. I mean, I can't see it. I really can't. But who are they going to put there? Really, who are they going to put? The only person that might have a shot besides, let's face the facts, um, Obama's wife would, would, would probably, I can't say she's good for the job, but she would probably win because um, she would get astronomical amount of fucking votes and she would be in there with no problem. I don't think she'll run. I really don't. But who knows? That could be the big spoiler alert. Hey, here's, there's Michelle Obama. She's in. Um... Can't see Hillary trying to do it again. Nah, she'd get blown the fuck out of water again. She knows it. Kamala, she's just, she's an idiot. She she just can't have anything to do. I can't, she can't have anything to do with politics. She's horrible. She's like Octavio Cortez, whatever her name is, AOC. Octavio Cortez or whatever the fuck her last name is. She is a nitwit, an absolute nitwit with a very, very large, scary following of young voters. That's what scares me with her in the Democratic Party. Now, there is one person in the Democratic Party that might be able to do an okay job here, and that would be Buttigieg, possibly, with his policies. But then again, for me, I sit on the fence. I've said this before. Sit on the fence, and my feet lean over to the right, okay? Because I have left-wing policies that I like. I have right-wing policies. Now, I was called by somebody just recently a, I would be a conservative Democrat. <laughs> and I sit there and I'm looking, I'm going, not really. I don't think so. Because let me tell you something, Donald Trump fucking runs. I'm voting for him in a New York fucking minute. 
over Michelle Obama and everybody. I, I actually enjoyed my, I, I can't say enjoyed, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. I was very proud, proud to be an American during Donald Trump's pre-COVID presidential run. Pre-COVID. Now, don't get me wrong. He fucked up during COVID. He did. Do I think he could have turned things around? Yeah, absolutely. But we all would have struggled still because of COVID. You know, other politicians would have stepped in just like they did with him and put a stop to things. Come on, let's face the facts. You know it as well as I know it that Donald Trump was, they held his reins. Even though he was a little bit of a fuck you kind of guy, like I'm going to do what I, I want to do, I'm going to do this, what I want to do. There were certain things they were not allowing him to do. And one of them was pulling out of Afghanistan. I said this before. If he would have pulled out of Afghanistan and did a good job, he would have won another four years. And they knew that. They were not going to allow him to pull out of Afghanistan. That was not going to happen. So what happens is COVID comes, COVID screws shit up. Donald Trump pushes the vaccine, you know, Operation Warp Speed. It, it's a good thing. But nobody wanted to really praise him on that. They praised Joe Biden for pushing it more, pushing it. Like, it all started under Trump, but Joe Biden's push of it made people. But then, Joe Biden, here he is, he fucks up during it. Well, he said it right before his elections. I'm going to open the borders wide up. So if you're Mexican, Guatemalan, whatever, run to the borders. So I'm going to open them up. You're, you're going to come in. American people are, what the fuck is he doing? Then he does it during in the middle of a pandemic. He opens them wide up. People come in. Now you got a real fucked up situation. Then you got a guy who's forcing the needle into everybody's fucking arm, telling you you have to get this or you're not going to work. So he's fucking with your lifestyle, and that's what this government right now is doing to everybody in this country. They have a chokehold on you. The government that is in power right now in the United States wants complete and total power. Half of the United States is okay with that because they're. Under this delusion that this British fucking thing that's going... This is a good thing. We get rid of the guns and we don't have anybody armed. And we just listen to one family and we listen to one government. And we do what they tell us to do. And everything will go fine. No, that's not how it works. That's not what we escaped. We are who we are and we are the superpower that we are because of our freedom. Because we didn't have any reins held back on what we could do. Okay, now there's policies Now you have policies. Every president comes in with their policies on what they want to do. Joe Biden, obviously, his policy was to open up the fucking border. His soft on fucking crimes policy is really just thrown out the fucking window. And think about this. You get soft on crime. Okay, you had George Floyd. That's that's that was your first. Listen, he was murdered. That was kneeled on it. But that started this defund the police whole deal. Before that, this idea was there. They used the George Floyd incident to push this. It was another tool to push it. So now you have a soft on crime deal. Soft on crime policies, you know. Think about this. There's an agenda that the American government has. It's to disarm America. Let's face it. Yeah, I said it. To disarm you, me, and everybody else who is a law-abiding citizen with a gun. We have shootings happening all over the country right now. We're out of control when it comes to shooting, okay? Most recent televised media-pushed incidents, like Memphis, the 19-year-old who, who shot up, whatever. I, don't, I ain't even going to bring his name up because I'm not even sure what his name was or anything. I didn't look it up. But that was the latest shooting that made the media 
okay? And they push it. 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 And this is what happens, okay? So that's the one you hear about right now. How about Chicago? How about New York? How about Philly? Or now even New Orleans, no? The new murder capital of the United States of America. New Orleans is, is making a name for itself. With all the gun violence going on, uh, you hear nothing about gun reform or, or, or gun, you know, gun control over these smaller incidents. Yet, they completely outweigh Memphis, Ovade, Texas, Columbine. Yeah, they outweigh it, no matter how you look at it. Columbine had how many people? I forget. I, I, I could look it up right now, but I think Columbine was over 10, right? Or maybe even around 20, however many people. The thing is, across the United States, you have well over that number if you add up all the murders and crimes caused by guns throughout the United States. Now, when I say caused by... Now, it makes it even sound worse, like... Here it is. The Democrats haven't pushed that yet and go, well, look at all the crime. We need to really get rid of guns because of this. They haven't pushed that. Why? Because they don't give a fuck about your kid on the streets who's a thug shooting each other up. They don't care about that. They care about the school shooting. That's all they care about. But they want to disarm you, me, and everybody else, the law-abiding American citizens, because they think that that's the start to completely getting every gun. Okay. That's a, I guess... In your heads, it sounds like a good idea, but it's not because all you're doing is disarming law-abiding good American citizens who want to protect themselves, their families, and possibly the people around them, and you're going to make the criminal even more powerful. Hmm. Dividing America. There's another part of dividing America. Now, hear me out. Let's continue to keep going with this, what I'm talking about. Like I said, all these shootings, they outweigh Columbine and Texas and all that shit. The amount of killings across the country in one night, you know, from gun violence totally outweigh those mass shootings. They do. In just one night, so many people were killed by gun violence across the country. It's unreal. Like, just the amount of people. Like, I think in Philly, on the average night, it's like 10 people-ish around that, that they'll say, you know, 5 to 10 people per, just just in Philadelphia. Put at Chicago's, add New York's, add fucking. You're talking about you know you hundred people, possibly more. Hmm. I look at it like this: let them shoot each other. These gangbangers, get rid of them. That's the way you get start getting rid of them. But the sad part about it is that gun violence overnight, innocent people get in the crossfire or get hurt. Hmm. So should we get rid of guns? I don't think so. So anyway, you won't hear about none of that on the news. You ain't going to hear about that on the world. You might, you're going to hear about that. This is how it is. You'll hear about your, on your local news. You'll hear about all these numbers on your local channels. Here, channel 6, 10, 3, ABC, NBC, CBS. You'll hear about it on your local news, 6 o'clock, 5.30. But when 6.30 comes up and World News Tonight comes on, you're not going to hear about all the school shootings in the city of Philadelphia or in the city of New York or in the city of Los Angeles. You're not going to hear about the gangbangers shooting each other up. You just don't. Why? Because they don't care. That's not going to help their agenda. What's going to help their agenda is when you see the school shooting and, and the young children getting killed, which is sad. It really is. That's when they push their agenda. They want to disarm you. 
And I'll tell you why they want to disarm you. I said it before and I'll say it again. A divided America is an easier America to control and they want complete and total control of you. They want that rule. They want to have that royal family type rule. That's us against you. Remember some people. It was for the people by the people. Remember that? Slowly it became for the people by the government. Now it's, it's becoming by the government for the government, you know, or for the government, by the government, however you want to say it. They're doing everything they can to get complete and total control, and they will get rich off of you. They will have their house in the Hamptons. They will have their house in, in France, they will, Spain, wherever, for their vacations. While you struggle at the fucking gas pumps, while you struggle at the supermarkets with inflation... Okay, why you fucking sit there and you you scare you know you you sit in a corner in your fucking home scared to death of somebody breaking the fuck in and a home invasion because they're soft on crime. You're afraid to drive down to the supermarket because you're afraid at the next stop sign or the next traffic light that you're going to be carjacked by some fucking scumbag who doesn't give a shit about your fucking life. They don't care. You can put your hands in the air and say just please just take my car and leave me alone and they will still shoot you in the fucking head for the fun of it. They shoot you in the streets of the cities because they like your sneakers and they want them. They they don't care. And the soft on crime policies are what's fucking this country up in that aspect. Okay? But then you have inflation. You have a government right now that's totally destroying this country from the inside out. And the blind, naive, stupid, retarded motherfuckers out there who think that this is okay and working fine are your fucking retarded. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little fired up about it, but you're fucking retarded. You don't know what you're fucking doing when you when you invite these snakes into your house. You don't understand it. So when you go pull that fucking trigger and you just go, I'm just going to pull Democrat, you're a fucking idiot. Why don't you read the policies of these fucking people, each one, before you go yanking on a fucking trigger? Because you don't want to fucking live in a world where it's scary to try to survive. You don't. You want to be fucking, you want to feel powerful you want to feel okay you want to feel proud to be what you are and that's an american i'm an american somebody comes up to me and says hey where are you from philadelphia no 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 no. like where are you from do you mean my background like what my family's background like where they were from fucking 18 generations ago or whatever okay i got polish in me german whatever i'm an american i was born in an american fucking hospital i speak english okay i eat cheeseburgers and fucking steaks Okay, I like to shoot guns. I like the fucking Second Amendment. I protect my fucking self and my family with them. I'm a law-abiding American citizen. And I pay my fucking taxes. But soft on crime policies and the policies of these Democratic fucking retards who allow these fucking immigrants to cross the fucking border by the thousands every single day. And some of them, yes, some of them are criminals. Some of them are criminals and are going to commit crimes over here. Some of the crimes being murder. It could be your kid being shot by some scumbag Mexican fucking immigrant that has no green card, no nothing. He crossed the fucking Rio Grande, okay? Or he brought the fentanyl into this fucking country to kill your kid when your kid gets hooked on it and you can't get them to fuck off the drugs and you send them to fucking rehab for $50,000 in Florida to try to get them better because of some Mexican scumbag who brought the shit across the fucking border because of Joe Biden's fucking wide open border policy. Okay, soft on crime policies in the state of Pennsylvania right now, you got fucking Fetterman versus Oz. I don't like either of them. Don't get me wrong. Dr. Oz is just a fucking TV doctor who pushes fucking weight loss pills. 
I know your, 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 your thing. You just want to get in there. You want to get into politics. Okay. I don't know who to vote for in that matter. Because I look at Fetterman as a soft on crime kind of guy who wants to open up fucking jails and let out criminals. Now, get me wrong. I don't think he wants to let out the murderers and shit, but I don't care. The only criminal that should be allowed to leave a jail right now is a criminal who was, who was fucking arrested for the crime they did that's no longer a crime. Now, hear me out. I know it was a crime back then, but let's face the facts. When it comes to a drug crime, like marijuana, if there's somebody in jail still over marijuana, why you got these fucking assholes driving down the street, smoking weed in their cars, it's pouring out the windows, and a cop driving behind them, and they don't pull them the fuck over because of these, quote, now, weed is legal fucking things? I'm sorry. I think that's a fucked up judicial system the way it's fucking ran. Let them people out of jail. That's fine with me. But when you take a criminal who actually raped a young girl or might have murdered somebody, even if it was second degree, third degree murder or manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter, if the person was drinking and driving and killed somebody, yeah, he deserves to, his, to do his time. There's no more of this fucking soft crime bullshit. We're letting them out so quickly. It's too, it's, it's not, it doesn't work. The soft, excuse me, man. Woo. The soft on crime bullshit doesn't work. <sighs> All right, so here we go. There's nothing about growing gun violence and trying to push gun reform over these incidents only when it's, you know, a, 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 a national tragedy. That's the only time where it's a mass shooting. That's the only time they're going to push the gun control thing. They're going to push, push it when they can put the shit on the TV. And so the world can see it on World News Tonight, so on and so forth. That's when they push it. That That's, that's their tool they use. They want to get everybody on board who has any power in changing laws that would be the house the senate so on and so forth that's what's going on so think about this obviously when disaster strikes on a larger level more people get involved in this california isn't going to bat an eye over new york's shootings or vice versa new york doesn't give a fuck what's going on in la la doesn't give a fuck what's going on in fucking new york but if it was a school shooting or a mass shooting a murder that can be Quote it, quote it as as some kind of racial situation or a mass murder or something of that with an agenda. Then it can be put all over the media, all over the TV. It can make people go, oh, you know, just yesterday was was September 11th, September 11th. We're 21 years into what happened tragically on that day, bringing down the towers. seems like a lot of people have forgotten about that. It comes across the news and you go, oh, you know, but but it, but. Queen Elizabeth's death's more important at this point because it was a story that was put ahead of that on the local news. So, come on, think about how they do this. They push what's trendy at the time, okay? So, in this one, they use it and, and they hope that it can be used as a racial situation or a mass murder to push their agenda. Then it becomes, you know... uh interesting to the rest of the world. It just becomes an interesting, uh, you know, subject. Everybody's glued to their TV. And then you got people going, man, we got to do something about this gun violence. We got to do something about these guns. We got to do something about these guns. And the first thing they want to do is go, well, we just got to ban them, completely ban them, total. You can't have an AR-15. Don't matter how old you are, blah, 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 blah. You can't have that. Instead of turning around saying, you know what? Maybe we just have to set restrictions. Maybe 21 years old is still too young. Maybe 18 years old is still too young. I don't disagree. I think at this moment in time, 18 years old is too young to vote in today's world. 
These kids don't get... When a kid is going to be 17 years old and she doesn't give a flying fucking shit about politics, but in one year she's going to be able to vote. Now, somebody like Cortez, you know, AOC, she, my daughter might find trendy because of the things she likes and the fucking policies that fucking Cortez she pushes. So my daughter might walk into a fucking voting booth and just yank on Cortez because that's who she knows. I know that name. Click. Now we got somebody in fucking office that's fucking everything up for everybody. And you go, what the fuck? I said this before with Biden and Trump. So many people walked into a fucking voting booth and just yanked on Joe Biden because they didn't want Donald Trump in office anymore. And now all the policies that Joe Biden is pushing is fucking you up completely, completely. Shutting down the pipeline is part of the domino effect to inflation, to rising gas prices. We, we wouldn't have rising gas prices. Let's face the facts. If we had energy independence right now, we would not have rising gas prices. We would not have rising prices at, in the supermarkets. Why? Because there is a domino effect from the rising gas prices is the rising prices in the supermarkets. Now, look at, look at this. As prices drop at the gas pipe, at the gas pump, at the gas price, at the gas pump, as prices drop, and they're not dropping big, but they're dropping a little bit. It's never going to drop in the supermarket. Why? Because they're getting used to it's already there. The, the the American people are getting used to it. So if they're used to it, why the fuck would we drop our fucking prices? We can make more money off of you fucking scumbags. That's what they do. That's how it works. I promise you I'll lower taxes when I get put in there. And then you get he get put in there. There's nothing I can really do. I got to upper the taxes. So your taxes go from 5% to 7%. You're pissed off first month. You're pissed off second month. You're pissed off the third month. Fourth month, you start to lose that pissed offness. Fifth, sixth, seventh. By the eighth month, ninth month, you kind of forgot about that raising your fucking taxes up to 7%. Then I come in and I go, we're going to lower taxes. Like I told you. And then they lower it from 7% to 6.7%. They lower 0.3%. And you're happy. Hey, hey, he said he was going to lower taxes. He did. But you forgot that he raised taxes two full fucking points. That's what the gas prices are right now. People are sitting there going, gas prices are dropping. Yeah, I know they're dropping. I'm glad they're dropping a little bit, but let's face the facts. They were two fucking dollars a year and a half ago. Now they're four fifty. If they drop 50 cents to $4, we're still $2 more than we were or whatever. I'm just, you know, that's, I'm just ballparking. It's an, it, it's an illusion. It's, it, it's slight of hand. Watch what I do over here as I do this over here. You're going to forget all about this over here. And then when I change this over here, you're going to think I did a good job. That's exactly what they're fucking doing with this. That's exactly how this works. So now, let's just put this into perspective. Easier, you know, the country, you know, easier to use as a tool for a much larger agenda when you have all this shit put across the, the thing. So I know I'm jumping around. I'm jumping from inflation to gun reform to this to that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to talk about right now the soft on crime policy. So let's, let's get back to that. So when you put this shit on TV and you have it on World News Tonight and whatever, David Muir. I hate that fucking, I hate it. They come on, this just happened as we come in. Come on, every night there's something just happened as they come in. Anyway, so it's a tool for a much larger agenda. That's what they're using that for. It's for gun reform, gun control. That's what they want. Complete elimination of an uh, illegal, um, uh, you know, a legally armed American. They want to just eliminate the gun completely and totally from the thing. They don't want you to not have any guns. 
they think that taking them from the American citizens is going to make it so that way it's easier to get them from the criminal. That's not how it works. But they want you to think that illusion, of course. Mm. Uh, excuse me, sleight of hand. Um, that's sleight of hand. Sorry about that little... Uh, my coffee's getting cold. Hold on. Uh, I hate cold coffee. This shit's got to be piping hot and... I didn't really realize I still had some left in there. Um, right now, the division keeps our gun rights at bay. That's what that's what's keeping our gun rights here, is the division in our country. If everybody got on the same page and everybody thought that these shootings are out of control and that we need to get rid of them, and that's what their agenda is. They're trying to get everybody on the same page. Now, I'm not just talking about the American people on the same page. I'm talking about the government. If they can get the Senate, the House, all on the same page of this, you're going to push laws that make having certain guns or even any gun illegal. Then the FBI will be banging on your door to take your guns away from you. Then what do you do? They'll do it house by house and they won't just do it. Like they'll come down my street, maybe go to my house and one other house, confiscate the guns. The other neighbors might go, oh, I wonder what's going on there, man. He must be caught doing something. The following week, they go to two other neighbors, take the guns. The two other neighbors. By the time America figures out what the fuck they're doing, it's almost too late because now there's not enough citizens with guns to fight back. Now, do I personally think that our government... All right, let me rephrase this. Do I personally think that our military inside of our government would fight against their own people? No. Do I think our government might push that subject to our military? Yes, I do. But I think that our, our military at some point will turn around. Most of them, I'd like to think, would say, no, we're not fighting against our own people. That's crazy. So right now, all right, the division keeps our guns at bay. We know that. But think about it. If the Senate, the House, you know, the Supreme Court, they all got on the same page and decided that gun control needs to be enforced across the country, then you would have agents, like I said, banging on your door and taking away your shit. And yes. All of them, your handguns, your registered ones, your even your rifles. See, here's the kicker. Understand something. People go, well, they don't know what I got with rifles. Well, you might want to go hide them now then. Because most people with guns keep them in gun safes. Anybody who's smart keeps them safe, okay? If you don't have kids and all, I get it. Some people might just have them in their closet. They don't have kids. They're not worried about it. Most people with kids are a little smarter. So there's some idiots out there that still do it the dumb way and keep them loaded. That's stupid. But like me... My guns are all together, like in a safe, locked safe. If they, the government turns around and goes, well, we know you own this, 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 and this handgun. You most likely own rifles, too. Most likely you own rifles, too. We're going to come out and get them all. So they're going to bang on your door. They're going to go up. They're going to go through your cabinet. And they're going to take every gun you have. So, honestly, if you're a smart American and you're listening to this fucking podcast right now, maybe you might want to separate your guns. Take your rifles and hide them. Hide them. Because when they come for your handguns, they're going to take them all from you. Not just your handguns. Take your rifles too. God forbid if you have an AR-15 and that becomes banned, then you're going to jail also. Think about it. So, uh, it's fucked up. They will search and they will confiscate them all. You know, that is the government's agenda. When it comes to soft on crime policies, it's one of the biggest fucking agendas is to disarm you. Then it won't fucking matter with this soft on crime bullshit because 
That's where the division will really happen. Now the soft on crime policy is going to let criminals out of jail. You're not going to be able to do to to protect yourself, and there's going to be mayhem and and chaos, just like there was mayhem and chaos when COVID hit, and the government made it all cozy for you. Well, we're going to help you. We're going to push this vaccine, and we're going to get you better, and we're going to make sure it disappears. COVID will be a thing of the past. Well, it's not. It's the new flu. Let's face the facts. But they got you cozy. They got you trusting them. They got you on their side, which is exactly what they want to do. So they take your guns away. Then they tell you that we're going to, they let criminals out, and then the criminals start to really cause mayhem. Then the world turns into like that alternate 1985 from the Back to the Future Part 2. And you got, the government is like, like Biff's fucking Pleasure Palace fucking hotel casino thing that he had and he owns the police and this and that and he got crime happening and then finally the government says we're going to step in we're going to help you out now you have one party government you have just just this royal whatever and they come in we're gonna we're gonna and they then they they come and they make it cozy for you they start to stop the crime you start to feel a little better about it now you're happy with one party one system no more checks and balances it's all gone and you live under one unified New world order power. One government. One world government. Taking it all. Charge you what they want to charge you. You'll live off of one fucking income. You know, I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Free health care, free education. And I understand how it works in other countries, okay? When they give free education. Here's the kicker here. You have to... You can't just hand away free education. You can't. Because then you get some kid that goes to school for fucking basket weaving one-on-one and you're paying for that. Which is what you're doing right now with their fucking, you know, the uh, government's uh, new, uh, what do you call it? The the, the, the educational payback, $10,000 to $20,000 thing. The uh, Yeah. That's what you're doing now. You're paying for some fucking kid's basket weaving one-on-one class that he took that he can't get a job. He's still working at McDonald's, yet he's got a $50,000 fucking... You know, college uh, uh, debt that he has to do. So, when you give it people, when you actually give them free, you would hope that they do the right thing. And I think that's where the, 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 you have to set restrictions, okay? There has to be standards to it. You have to pass a test, first of all, to get into college. I think if you're going to give somebody free education, now you should do this across the board. Free education as in free university education. And free trade education. Okay, two things. And when I say free trade education, now I'm talking about trades like carpenters, bricklayers, things of that nature that are going to better this country. Um, certain medical people don't actually need college. They just need a type of trade type thing, which would be, um, uh, what are they called? The, the x-ray technicians that look at babies and stuff. They don't actually need college. They, I think they can go to a school. Offer them free. As long as they can pass a test to get themselves the free education, it's things that will benefit our country. That's what China does. That's what Japan and these bigger countries, I can't say the big countries, but the, the countries that actually still export things to us. They send their kids to school free when that little Chinese kid wants to be an electrical engineer and change the world. When that little kid over there wants to be some kind of chemist and create a fucking... Ah, uh, well, I'm sorry. They're not going to create a, a, they're never going to cure cancer. He'll create a new medication that prolongs it and you'll have to buy it. And, but that's what they do. 
and then they export it. But see, China invests in their kids. They give free education, but then they take back so much. You're, you're not going to, it's not all, you're, you're not, it's not free. It's not capitalism. You're not, you're not going to make $150,000 a year and live in a fucking beautiful big house, but you got a free education. You'll do this. You'll make $90,000 to live comfortably the rest of your life. That's how they work it. Now, here in this country, you can do that, but you have to set restrictions. Like I said, pass tests. Make sure you go to school for something that's going to benefit the American people. And you have to be able to allow them to make the money they want to make and live off of it. You can't set the restrictions. And if you do set the restrictions, you have them sign a contract that says, look, we're going to give you free education, but you're only allowed to make so much money on top. You can't turn around and become a trail billionaire from it, from your creation. And that might be the better way to go. And if you want to be that, you can pay for your own education. You seem to be the smarter person here. You do it. Then that's, but you can't offer schools like Harvard, Yale. You can't offer these schools. You have to offer in-state schools, smaller schools, maybe design schools in each state, two per state. And your kid can go to there for free if they decide they want to become an electrical engineer, they want to become some kind of architect, whatever it might be. And that might work. But anyway, we just got off the level of soft on crime. So anyway, let's get back to this. The government's agenda when it comes to policies, so soft on crime policies. Think about it. The worse it gets, the more people will go to the gun control side. That's how it works. So when it comes to these policies and the soft on crime policies, anybody with a brain, okay, like non-gun owners, I can't say that a hundred times, that will still believe in the Constitution won't go for it, okay? They're going to turn around and say, hell no, you need to have your guns. It's either either fun to police or, you know, you have to... You have to fund the police. You can't defund the police. You got to gain back some sort of criminal justice system that works, or you'll have a vigilante system happening. The law-abiding people are tired and want, you know, are going to actually eventually at some type, at some form, whatever, some some point in life, they're going to fight back. Um, think about this. All right, so let's go with the soft on crime policies, things, how it works. When you're soft on crime, you get more crime. And these days, nobody owns softness on crime quite like liberal Democrats. It's it's the truth. Think about it. Think about this. A handful of their endeavors in various places around the country. These are the things that they do. Think about this. Efforts to defund the police. Prosecutors who will not charge criminals until they hit a rather high threshold of crime. Recategorization of some truly monstrous offenses from felonies to misdemeanors. Zero bail or no cash bail. All right, policies. That means like they come in, there's no bail for you. There's this, we're just going to, you know, a revolving door. Basically, that leads to this a revolving door judicial system where criminals can go from the street to prison to court and back onto the streets just within a few short hours or days. I said that before. You got a young kid over here who can carjack you at gunpoint and be out on the street doing it again by Monday. They can be doing it on Friday, be on the street doing it Monday again. And there's even a Democrat in Congress who has literally proposed that we eliminate federal prisons. Psychopath people. You cannot do this. You can't make this stuff up, I'm telling you. And you shouldn't be surprised at the inevitable results. For example, where I am right now... uh, Here's the kicker. This is this is written from this Congressman Ralph Norman. 
All right, he's uh, serving the 5th District of South Carolina, but I guess he's up in Washington. For example, where I am right now, the swamp of Washington, D.C., carjackings are now so common that one local TV news station offered tips and tricks on how to act and protect yourself while being carjacked. At least it's news you can use, as the saying goes. I said it earlier. You tell my kid, like, she's driving. She's new to driving, and she's oblivious to what's going on around her. She is. I, I could sit there, and I could feed it into her head a hundred fucking times. Please be careful. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I pray. I pray to God every night. Please keep her safe. Keep her good. I don't want to see her get hurt. But she'll, she's oblivious to it. And I'm like, if anybody ever walks up to your car with a gun and says, get the fuck out, just get out and give them the car. The sad part about this, she's a young girl who might be pushed into the car and taken somewhere, raped and killed. Or if not, like I said, drag her out of her car and shoot her anyway for the fucking fun of it. That's how these fucking scumbags think. And it's sad. It's fucking sad. We need to do something about it. And I'm sorry. Vigilanteism is going to start to happen because people are getting sick of the soft on crime policies. People are getting sick of the fucking defund the police shit. People are getting sick of watching cops say, I'm not doing it anymore because I'm not going to jail for doing this. People are going to say, you know what? I'm taking it into my own hands. That's when you have a type of civil war against your own country. Now, I'm saying civil war. At this point, I don't think it's a fucking civil war. I think it's a revolution. The American people versus the government. It's going to be a revolution is what it's going to be. Because it's one or the other. You're either going to have complete total control by one government system, a new world order type thing, or you're going to have the people take back their country and say, we can't have it this way. Now we need to figure this out again. Starting from ground zero. Think about it. We're going to be starting from ground zero again because we got so many corrupt fucking people in there. Now we have to set new rules, new regulations, new standards, and we have to say that you can't make that. You're going to stop. No more $180,000 to this politician. No more $200,000 for that politician. No more. You know what? You all get $100,000 each. If you want to do the job, you want to do. If you don't, fucking go back to doing your fucking other job. But here's a job that's a hundred grand. You can either be this person on the street making that, or you can qualify to make the hundred grand. No, you're not getting a fucking thing for this. No, you're not. You can't take any money from fucking from Hollywood to make a fucking movie about yourself. No, 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 no. Not until you are out of politics. When you're out, you can back, go back to doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Now, also with that hundred thousand dollars a year. You'll get that for four years or eight years. It depends. Whatever branch of the government you're in, whatever part of the government you might stand up for, If it, it, I'm talking about a position in the government that affects the American people. Whatever position that you sit in, you make a certain amount of money and you have term limits. You're only in there for a few years. Four, eight, ten, even ten might be a long one for certain people. But then after that, you're out. Your policies are no longer working for what's going on in the country at this moment in time and that moment in time. It's time to get you out. If you're 85 years old, come on. Your policies no longer are for fucking 1960s, 1970s. We're in 2022. Your fucking ideology on your policies don't work anymore. We're in a different fucking era. It's time to bring somebody in who has a little more fucking knowledge with this era. Sad thing is, our kids don't fucking know. They're brainwashed to be stupid. TikTok and all this stupid shit on the fucking internet and them talking to each other. They can't even fucking talk to each other in person. They don't have any social skills. Yet, here we are, you know. Defund the police, do this, do that. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like, I, I, seriously, I mean, I, I sit there and think to myself all the time, like, 
Am I just blowing smoke up fucking people's asses by saying soft on crime policy? All these policies. This country is fucked up. It's it, it's going backwards. We have soft on crime policies. You have these two assholes in fucking Pennsylvania that, that they're going back and forth. I, I watch, I see these fucking commercials every day. I'm so tired of political commercials. It's unreal. It's like Fetterman. This guy did this and this and this. And oh, Oz, he's not for me. He's not from Pennsylvania. He should be. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's like, you know what? No. How about this? You put across their, their policies. Here is their policies on TV. Boom, 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 boom. These are the commercials. Fetterman policies, Oz policies. Good luck in the next election. Oz policies, Fetterman policies. Then same with fucking these, these presidents. They come in, here's your policies. Here's Donald Trump's policies. Here's whoever's fucking going against them. Or here's, here's whoever. Whoever it might be. Their policies, you put them out there. Read the policies and what they want to do, what they want to try to fix, what they want to do. And then also look at the person they are, what they were. Nobody ever looked at what Joe Biden was. They just pulled the trigger for him. Soft on crime. Here's a guy who wrote the fucking stop and frisk law who really fucked over the black community, didn't he? Yet, I'm not racist and I'm I'm for every American person. Shabbat compressor. <laughs> Come on, man. This fucking guy's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. So you got the midterms coming up. And you got Joe Biden. Now, don't get me wrong. His, uh, his, his, what do you call it, uh, thing rose a little bit. Uh, his likability, whatever the fuck you call that, rose a tiny bit. Why? Because gas prices went down a little bit. So, oh my God, he's actually starting to do something. Is he? He still sits in his basement. He still goes on vacations to Rehoboth every fucking weekend. This guy's not in the picture. He's showing up more in the picture if you noticed lately. It's funny, but the midterms are coming up. That's why. As soon as midterms are done and he's okay, he's going back to his basement. He's a puppet on the strings. He reads off a teleprompter and he can't even do that right. We all know that. It's sad. It's We live in a sad, sad, sad time. A sad, sad, sad country. You have to have your own thoughts on what person you want to put in office because they're going to make the difference in your life. What exactly is happening right now in our lives are a direct result of Joe Biden's policies, no matter how you fucking slice it. I'm tired of hearing Trump could have did this, might have done that, blah, 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 blah. These are all could-haves. That's all they are. But you have a person in there that's actually doing things and people want to stay blind to it. Now, I'll still look at what Trump might have done compared to what Joe Biden is doing. And that's sad. That's sad if that's the life you want to live. But go ahead. Enjoy it. You're going to get nowhere with it. You vote for fucking this guy again. We're done. You vote for somebody like Kamala Harris. We're done. You vote for somebody like Cortez. We're done. It's over. It's checkmate because we are already struggling every single day. These people don't understand what it's like to be a normal American citizen. None of them do. Not even Donald Trump doesn't understand what it's like to be a normal American citizen to have to go to the supermarket and actually buy food, to drive down the fucking street and cruise through stop signs because you're afraid to stop because you might get carjacked. They don't understand what it's like to go to the gas pump and pump your own gas and watch it just suck up fucking $100 for a half a tank. They don't understand it. Don't let them tell you, oh, I understand and I feel your pain. 
No, you don't. You don't feel my pain at all. I hate people like that. I feel your pain. You get some fucking person. Like, you're getting bullied because you have red hair. And you get some girl with fucking black hair comes. I feel your pain. And, you know, and you look at him, you go, you know what? Thank you for caring. But no, you don't really actually feel my fucking pain because you're not the one getting bullied. And, you know, it sounds like I'm crying over my red hair. I don't give a fuck. Nobody bullied my ass. I beat the fucking shit out of you. The point of the matter is I know people who have been bullied for certain different situations. And I was one of them people who actually stood up for the bullies. That's the kicker. No, a person doesn't know what it's like to be another fucking person, especially in that case. Now, I know what it's like to be the guy next door to my house. I know what it's like to be the guy over here on this side of my house. Somewhat. I don't know exactly what it's like. He might actually be making $200,000 a year and he's doing okay. This person over here might be making fucking half of what I make and is struggling even more. So I don't know exactly what they're like, but... My life is closer to knowing what him and him are like than Donald Trump is to know what my life's like. Or when Joe Biden says, I feel your pain. Or Kamala Harris says, I feel your pain. No, she doesn't. She doesn't go to the supermarket and buy her fucking food. She doesn't take her car to the gas station and fill it up at the pump for that much money. She doesn't do these things. They don't know how you're doing with it. You're struggling. They're not. They will never struggle. And that's the whole point. It's your tax money, people, that's paying these fucking scumbags to tell you that they feel your pain. Wake up. Soft on crime policies don't fucking work. They don't work. Okay? Policies that these people put out, they're not working. Joe Biden's policies are not working. Donald Trump's policies worked. They actually fucking worked. The American people that hated him just didn't like that. They didn't like that they actually worked. His policies are working. Closing the border was actually making a difference. His foreign relations, fucking, they they were actually working. He stepped onto fucking North American soil without anybody around him and shook hands with Kim Jong-un. Oh, he was in his pocket. Fuck you. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. The point of the matter is he had a, what would you rather have? A relationship with a fucking somebody that can fucking kill you in a New York minute? Or a fucking, you know, a hatred with this person. And then they just want to fucking kill you the rest of the time. Joe Biden is not liked by any of these fucking people. Donald Trump might not have been liked by any of these people. But he was taken seriously. That's the difference. The guy was taken seriously. This government we have right now is not taken seriously at all. They're taken as a fucking joke. It's a clown car. Full of fucking clowns. It's crazy, but you people who actually think that they're doing a good job and are getting through with it, you're fucking delusional. You're delusional. You need to wake the fuck up and realize you're delusional. You want to talk about this with me? Please. UnrealPodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me and you can talk to me about this. I would love to talk to you about it. Absolutely 100%. And I haven't put anything out there because there's not many emails. There's just people saying I'm an asshole or this or that. Or, hey, there might be people that say, hey, I like your podcast. I'm pushing it to this person. I get that kind of stuff right now. I don't get too many people saying, "Ah, I've gotten people going, hey, you're absolutely right. This policy's got to stop. That policy's got to stop. If you want to talk to me and you want to ask me a question and say, well, what do you think about this? I'll talk to you about it. Absolutely talk to you about it. I will scroll through my emails and I will look at what people have and what they have to say. And I will go back and forth with you if you want to debate it. 
if you want me to just answer a question, what I think, if you want to tell me I'm an asshole, I'll read your fucking emails, and if I think they're worthy of putting back on here on this show, then it, you can even say, I want this on your show. That's when I'll put it on. Nobody ever says I want it on my show. It's just, I wanted to ask you about this, and I'll write them back, and we'll go back and forth. We'll talk, and I'll just say, hey, this is what I think. This is how I think. And I get a lot of people who are feel the same way, and then I get some people who don't. Some people that just, like in Twitter, or like on Facebook, or like on Instagram, who are just trolls. And they come on and they go, yeah, well, what about, you're an asshole, you got to, and it's like, dude, I know you're a troll. You're just coming in here to give me shit. I see it. It's fine. No big deal. I take it out as, look, I speak my mind. I read off of here. Like I said, this one I'm reading off of Ralph Norman's page. He's a congressman, South Carolina, 5th District. Read this off about his soft on crime policy shit. You know? He's talking about where to swamp. And he said, for example, where I'm at right now, the swamp of Washington carjackings are so high. Like I said, around here, same thing I said. While being carjacked, at least it's news you can use, as what they say. It's fucked up. In other liberal cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco, district attorneys publicly announced that theft of merchandise valued under $1,000 will not be prosecuted. Well, to nobody's surprise, there are now organized waves of smash and grabs all over the city. Where mobs of criminals are literally walking out with $999 or less of stolen goods never to be prosecuted. I would love to do that, man. As a kid, I'd love to walk up and be like, there's that fucking Flyers jersey I wanted so so long. And just walk up to the window and fucking throw a rock through it, grab the jersey, throw it on my back, and walk down the fucking street. Because I'm not going to get in trouble for it. I'm not going to get prosecuted. In Philadelphia here... The place is on track for over 500 murders this year already. A 55% increase versus pre-COVID levels. Pre-COVID, other cities like Baltimore, St. Louis, Detroit, and dozens of others are reporting similar increases in crime. Chicago, a big liberal mecca. Chicago, gun fucking control out the wazoo. You know that? It's just a dumpster fire. They're literally to surpass 1,000 murders this year, with spikes in other crimes as well. You know, while their major, or I'm sorry, while their mayor is on television blaming businesses for the crime surge, their police department just had to cancel a portion of regularly scheduled time off for its officers in order to address current crime patterns. I've had enough of this shit. This wokeness is a bunch of bullshit. When it comes to crime, it's a bunch of bullshit. Now more than ever, our nation needs to renew focus on our safety, the rule of the land, the rule of law, and appreciation for the men and women who keep us safe. That's what we need. We need a better system, a stronger system. We need to fucking give back the power to the police so that way we do not have soft on crime anymore we can't have it we can't have a revolving door at the prisons we can't have police arresting a person on friday night that only for them to be released on monday morning you you can't have that we can't and it's time to stop just allowing people to leave these prisons when they, they actually are you know they have heinous crimes underneath their fucking else like i said weed listen fuck it if you're gonna allow somebody to fucking drive down the street and smoke weed and it's pouring out the fucking windows of their car and a cop drives by and smells it and just lets it go 
you're going to allow that, allow these fucking people out of the prison that got caught with weed, you know, seriously, seriously, unless the weed they were caught with was for distribution, like pounds of it or some shit, or some shit like that. But if they were just caught with a fucking joint, let them the fuck out of prison. It's, it, it doesn't make sense. If that's the only crime they had, there was no violence, there was no... Just just let it out. But the criminal who actually stabbed somebody three weeks ago, no, they need to do their fucking time. Oh, well, people, look at Like I said, Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. Let's talk. Let's get this out in the open. Please push this fucking podcast to your friends, to your families, to anybody, especially if you are proud to be an American citizen. Okay? Go out and buy my pillows, Mike Lindell's fucking company, and fucking support people like Donald Trump. Support people who actually want to make America great again, because there is absolutely nothing wrong with that saying. So when the fucking Democratic liberal left turns around to you and says these are extremist people, these MAGA fucking extremists, no. How is MAGA extreme? Making America great again should be in every single American's fucking head at this moment in time. That means getting Joe Biden and his fucking liberal douchebag policies out of Washington. Clean the swamp like you said you were going to do, Trump. When you get the fuck back in there, make sure you start firing people left and right. Get them the fuck out of Washington. They don't deserve to be there. That coming from a law-abiding American citizen who had enough. Until next time, people. This is Shooting the Shit. I'll talk to you next week, the week after, whenever I feel like talking to you again. God rest the queen. Football season's back. Watched them. The Eagles barely pulled one off yesterday, but I'm not an Eagles fan. My Dolphins whooped on the fucking New England Patriots. Thank God. Hey, 20 to 7, awesome showing. Tua still struggling a little bit getting it to, to, to Tyreek, but it'll come around. I don't think we're ever going to get past Buffalo. Buffalo, I think, is going to be the Super Bowl champions this year. I'm saying it now. I'm calling it. They're just too powerful, too strong. But thank God. Football is back. Until next time, people. I love you. Stay American. Stay cool. Listen to me. See ya.